Ladies and gentlemen, girls and boys, may I have your attention, please? Are you ready to engage in a mind-blowing experience and hear talks about life, technology, entertainment, and business? The next episode of Hip to Talks starts in 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, go. Hi everyone, Sultan here. We're back again with Hip to Talks. This week we're going to talk about augmented reality. And uh, I have here uh, Manuel Messner. Uh, co-founder at Amazing. Hi, Manuel. Nice to have you here. Hi, Sultan. Thanks so much for the invite. All right. So before we dive into the to the questions, uh, just say a few words about yourself. Uh, introduce yourself to the public and uh, maybe say a few words about Amazing. Sure. So my background is actually e-commerce. So I started when I was 18 with my own online shop. And I was selling jewelry for women back then. That was rather a side hustle what I did during my studies. But AR, VR, that has been always my passion and something super interesting for me. And then Instagram filters came up and slowly but steady, we came to the idea, had the idea to do something for e-commerce with augmented reality. And that's when Mason was born. So we are an augmented reality company delivering AR, VR experiences for e-commerce, for products, but also for other industries like sports and gaming. Right. So, yeah, the augmented reality industry has been uh, skyrocketing in the past few years in terms of e-commerce. Uh, and, and you're in you're in the right uh, space. I hope so. As, <laughs> as, the, as the co-founder of Amazing, how do you envision the role of augmented reality in uh, shaping our interaction with the digital world uh, in 2023 and maybe beyond? Right. So... What has happened, let's take a step back. The first really AR mainstream experience was Pokemon Go, right? With the yeah. AR apps. And back then there was already this kind of hype where people started to realize, okay, AR can be actually a thing. And that's when the first company started to invest in that, but app-based. So apps are always an issue, especially for smaller companies who download an app just to experience something which is a few seconds long, right? And two, three years ago, web AR came up. So the hardware developments made it possible to also make web-based AR experiences. And since then, slowly but steady, more and more online shops, more and more companies take use of, about that. And fast forward, last week, Apple announced their Apple AR classes. And this is really the start of something big where we would see on a day-to-day -day basis these AR experiences, interactions with digital elements in our daily life. All right. So, yeah, you mentioned Pokemon Go. It's funny that, yeah, it, it's augmented reality, but how many of the users actually realized what the technology is? It was just fun for them. Yeah, exactly. It was just fun for them. For sure, a wow factor, like, oh, there is a Pokemon now in my camera. That was very new for, for, for most people. And still, it is a wow factor until today. When you place even just a sofa in your home virtually, many people tell us, wow, I've never seen that 
that accuracy, etc. So hardware is improving steadily, which makes the wow factor even higher. But people, of course, the tech side, rarely people understand that. Yeah, exactly. And even now, uh, Samsung has that augmented reality option in the camera where you can take a photo of some object and you can place it anywhere in the room. But it's not. it, it still has glitches. It's not that uh, mm -hmm. seamless. So what opportunities and challenges do you see uh, as the emerging of the augmented reality becomes more integrated into our everyday lives? Yeah, so I think it also makes sense to split up AR and VR here. VR yeah. is the classic meta quest, you know, where you don't see anything anymore of your real environment. People who have tried that, challenges are, for example, motion sickness. So not all people can wear them because they get sick. In AR, it's a bit easier because you still see your real environment. Um, the device which has been out there, for example, MetaQuest Pro, like the Pro version, you can already experience mixed reality see-through, which works quite well. And then, of course, the Apple glasses make the new standards. But never forget, you can already experience that through your smartphone. And there are not many challenges anymore here. So basically, every company could make use of the tech. No, not yet. HTC has the Vive XR Pro, which is also a, a very good uh, augmented reality glass and virtual reality glass as well. So, yeah, right. if, if 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 you haven't been living under a rock in the past weeks, <laughs> Apple <laughs> has uh, finally revealed the Vision Pro, and uh, it was like a, a chat GPT effect. Everybody was posting everything about it even some memes about it, how after a few days, the, the screen will be cracked as most Apple products. So could you share your thoughts on the development and potential impact of uh, Apple's Vision Pro on the AR industry? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was very interesting. A few years ago, rumors were there because everybody knew, okay, Tim Cook is a big fan of AR and people thought until maybe one, two years ago, that they will re reveal these AR glasses. So looking like normal glasses, but with AR functionality. So really this device, which can be used on a day-to-day -day basis. Apparently tech-wise, they are not there yet. So that's why the current glasses look like ski goggles and are exactly. quite, quite bulky. So how much people are going to use that on a day-to-day -day basis, I don't know. But what is interesting, it will replace TVs and MacBooks, laptops. So at the end of the day, you're just sitting on your empty chair, on your empty desk. You have a keyboard, a mouse, but that's it. Everything will be projected on your wall and no need for any monitors anymore. I will love that, for example, sitting in the train and having a big screen in front of me and working. That's awesome. That's much easier rather than carrying a laptop everywhere with you. So yeah, it's it's a two-in-one option. And, and, and yeah, like you mentioned, Apple's Vision Pro has been in development for a couple of years now, maybe over a decade, because they have been rumoring mm -hmm. this stuff for a while now. 
And in your we in your view, what does this long development time suggest about the challenges and complexities of creating a successful AR and VR device? Yeah, especially the accuracy and resolution is challenging because Apple, they don't want to bring out a device which is wiggly and lags and, and so on and so forth. Um, anyway, we'll see a lot of development happening like we did with the iPhone 1. Like yeah. rarely people bought it because it was still shitty at the end of the day. It took until the iPhone 4 until touchscreen etc really took off and we'll see the same development here with the apple glasses i'm sure all right so basically you need to wait until uh... right all right all right so how does how does your company amazing plan to leverage these new advancements in augmented reality and what about some future projects maybe right i mean for us of course it's a good timing. So Apple does a lot of marketing around AR, VR now, although they don't call it like that. They call it spatial computing, yeah. which is another uh, buzzword now, basically, after the metaverse, etc. But um, why do they do it? I think because they really want to separate them from meta because they call it the metaverse and Apple calls it the spatial computing which is essentially exactly the same. But anyway, back to the to your questions, how we will position ourselves. Now we're doing solely web-based AR, so everybody can access it, everybody can use it, which is great. And we already have plans to create Apple Vision Pro apps for people who use that and make it connected to online shops or other real life, real-time experiences. The challenging thing is still 3D models. So every AR experience needs 3D models. And we really try, try to be innovative here, for example, with AI 3D model generation. This is something we are heavily working on and innovating. All right. I've seen some posts uh, on LinkedIn where you posted an exhibition, a furniture exhibition, or what was it exactly, which was really awesome. Maybe... Could you share some information about that? Because I saw that. Yeah, that was fun because basically the furniture company, Modus Furniture, it's called, they rented a huge booth and half of the booth was empty. And it said, place thousands of furniture products here. So basically they didn't need to bring all their products, but they can still so, show so many product and there was a wall where you can simply scan QR code and place them in your space and people really loved it so it was a big success actually people on the fair were talking about it they got a lot of traffic on their booth so really something innovative a bold move but it really was worth it yeah so that's what uh mixed reality is bringing and then like Extended reality is bringing the convergence between AR, VR, and uh, mixed reality, right? So how do you see this trend evolving and what implications does it have for both businesses and also for consumers? 
Uh, sorry, I didn't get that question acoustically. So yeah, basically extended reality is a convergence between augmented reality, virtual reality, and mixed reality. And how do you see this trend evolving? That's uh... mm -hmm. Right, so for all those keywords, actually technologies, there will be different use cases. For example, VR, I would love to have meetings in virtual reality. We even do that at our company. So we all have those meta quests. And if we're sitting in home office like now, we simply meet in our office with VR and we simply see each other and can basically touch and feel each other. Um, AR-wise, I think that will be more the mass adoption thing. So there will be many more use cases on a day-to-day -day life. Also for online shops, AR will be bigger, but still there are many VR use cases. But sooner or later, both VR, AR, that's why XR will mix. And that's exactly what you see with the Apple glasses already. All right, so how is amazing working to overcome the potential challenges associated with AR and XR, such as privacy concerns or maybe user adapt adaptations? Yeah, that's a thing at the end with the Apple Vision Pro, it's up to Apple, I would say, and it will be the same with apps now, what you have on your iPhone. So you have your privacy uh, regulations, you have to accept it and it will be exactly the same. Of course, tricky thing, there can be much more data can be collected because you have your glasses on and you're basically filming your environment all the time. With the smartphone, it's not that because you have your smartphone in your pocket, but with the glasses, you have it on. So good point and should be a concern of people and people should be careful about that, you know, and that will push hopefully Apple to make the right decisions what to do with those data. Yeah, I saw some surveys and mm -hmm. some, some studies that show that the, uh, I think it was about the uh, Quest uh, uh, headset about mm -hmm. eye tracking movement. And uh, in case of they decide to show more advertising, they can optimize it much better because they know what attracts you so what do you think about this is this a privacy concern in terms of usership i think so it should be a concern um but in the end of the day what will happen i guess the same what happened now with facebook so they got a fine they pay it and, and still it. they made much more money they made much more money from that than the fine is so i guess they don't care too much all right. So can you share some exciting uh, projects that you guys are working on or planning to work in the future? Mm -hmm. Sure. So for example, Art Mind Shop. So that's an art workshop. And here we already transformed all pictures, all artworks into 3D and AR. So you can go to the web shop, click view in your space, and immediately with your phone, you have the artwork in your wall. Then we have a cool project with a ski resort. So basically you can go on their website and you know those 2D plans of ski resorts, right? Yeah. The slopes, etc. different colors, how steep it is. It's super difficult to read usually. 
With our solution, you can literally place the mountain on your desk and then see all the slopes, even see the lifts, etc. how they go, animation with live data. So you immediately see which slopes are open, which not. So very fancy stuff at the end, everything web-based, but it's going to be a huge leap in terms of customer experience when you go to this key resort website. All right, yeah, you're Austrian. <laughs> right, uh, yeah, in Austria. <laughs> this project must be a hobby for you. <laughs> Yeah, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> so how do you see the balance between augmented reality and extended reality in terms of development focus? Mm -hmm. um, both comes in, in hand. So as you see now with Apple Vision Pro as said, XR and AR are highly connected. So both will be developed at the same time. But I guess the focus is rather on AR because more apps will be about that. All right. So uh, do you guys have maybe a preference at Amazing in prioritizing AR or XR? Definitely AR for us, yeah. Oh, it's definitely AR. <laughs> right. So given the, the rapid pace of development in augmented reality, because it has been skyrocketing in the past, and I, I mean the past few years and, and the XR space as well. So where do you see these technologies in five years? Um, again, coming back what I said with the iPhone number one, so it will be the same. We will see a huge advancement. And in five years, I guess a device which can be really worn on a day-to-day -day basis. Now the big bulky she goggles are not that convenient, but we'll see normal glasses which people actually like to wear and which look stylish and cool at the same time. Yeah, there are some that you can see and take Already. photos with and some stuff like that. And and what does Amazing will play? What does Amazing will play? What role are you guys that are going to play in this landscape? Yeah, sure. So most SDKs, developer kits out there, you need to have programming skills. And it's tough to integrate AR on your website if you don't have a team of 10, 15 developers. So we basically make it super, super easy to create those AR experiences and publish it anywhere. So we take the whole process away, the development process and offer a very cost and, and uh, cost attractive platform yeah. to create those AR experiences. Plus the thing with the 3D models, this is going to be always a bottleneck. If you don't have hundreds of 3D designers, you're not going to transform your thousands products. So in our case, you simply upload pictures of your product or you connect our platform with your online shop. And then we transform those average pictures into 3D models and AR experiences. And okay. also with the Apple Vision Pro, you will need 3D models. So everywhere we go every hardware development we try to be on the top of that basically all right so so maybe as a closing questions can you provide a specific example of how augmented reality could change common activities or tasks make them much more interactive yeah so for example having a personal trainer with AR, you can basically go to the gym and next to you, there is a person standing 
next to you as a hologram and motivating you. It's one thing if you have that on your phone or listen to music, but if you have an almost real person standing next to you, showing you the exercise and pushing you, this is, I think, one thing which can change the whole industry. Then, of course, TVs and laptops. I think those hardware products won't be there anymore in five to 10 years. So that will be quite interesting and disrupt many companies. All right. So, Manuel, thank you so much for your time. And uh, if you have some closing remarks, maybe that you would like to add, just let me know. Sure. So I think it's important now to at least dive into this technology and play around with it in whatever industry you're at, if it's sports, uh, gaming, e-commerce, as mentioned. There are many, many use cases. Check it out what it's there already. Try it out. Otherwise, it will be tough to get a hold of that and have your competitive advantage. Yeah, exactly. Augmented reality will be in your life, whether you like it or not. <laughs> yeah. All right. So thank you, Manuel, for your time once again. And thank you all for our subscribers for, for joining us. We will be back next week. See you later. Thank you so much, Sultan. Thank you for joining. Be sure to check back next week for the next Hip to Talks and subscribe on Amazon Music, Overcast, Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, MixCloud, and Pandora.